listening to the Hide Your Podcast with your hosts, Mason Smith and Andrew Vickers. Fuck yeah. And Ben Loftus is another host of the... I'm, yeah, I'm here now. I'm the third... I'm the Jim Norton now. Yeah, that's right. You've added me. Thanks for coming, dude. My, whoa! Uh, <laughs> right out <laughs> of the game with that. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> that's okay. We'll have, a, we'll have a, a, a cut in the beginning. Right. And we're here with Ben Loftus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, good. That's good. I'm not worried about a BuzzFeed article anymore. That's very that's exciting. No. That intro makes me feel like I have to freestyle it. Yeah, point, I think though. you right? do. Actually, the, the, you strike me as a dude who has very liberal parents. Is that true? Huh? You have very, very open-minded liber- parents. Yeah, I have very liberal open-minded parents. Really? Are you that, from New Hampshire or Vermont? I'm from I'm from Brockton. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. I you're from Okay. Yeah, and I'm, so I'm what, local. And was that what is that like? Cuz people they're always people are always talking about oh my fucking parents are so close-minded concerned. Like well, I with my dad my dad's open-minded but like in in the way that he needs to be taught why he's open-minded. You know what I mean? Like he he just like if he wants to know what to believe from his kids and he will just hold on to it when we tell him. Like oh, that's like, like that. how how he but my mom is like more like brazen about I, I call my mom she's like an MSNBC mom okay like yeah. she's just really into like so she's like I, I like as open as she can be and she's also a, a second grade elementary school teacher so she like she just the way she talks to people it's like she's talking to you like you're an eight-year-old no matter what like that's like her go-to but they're they're definitely like a like my mom has two coexist bumper stickers oh. on her car like it's like that's is like the what, second one a different color like what? yeah one one is a rainbow flag one oh, one's okay. just like regular coexist and the other one is coexist with a rainbow flag that's fair i do if i'm thinking of the right design the first one wasn't quite inclusive enough I think. yeah they the, no they added more yeah yeah, yeah, yeah coexist yeah. It, it's coexistier now like, <laughs> yeah. like they, they updated everything which you know it's like a dictionary you just gotta keep like like going You've got up with to. it you but, gotta learn all the terms too yeah right so that was good that was good. Was good. That way was good. Hey, does your shirt say "pill" without the uh, thir- the second L? Yeah. Oh, it's a band. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. The the guy from the Sex Pistols. He has a band oh, called cool. Public Interest Limited. Okay. Yeah. I was just. I was literally like, what could I say? Yeah. What? what Pussies I- inside. Lesbians. Well, you, you, uh, inside them. Yeah. <laughs> Penises in lesbians. He's got a limited view of how the mechanics of homosexuality <laughs> yeah. work. He's, he's the least coexisting of our... He's doing his best. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's doing his best. This is maximum effort. Right. Um, so I want... I was really... Uh, so so you are the host of the Salmonville Letter Writer Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Or not really so much host, yeah, because it's, it's a... Why don't, you, why don't you describe what your podcast is? Because I got to say... You do such a great job with the editing, I the sound, like that. the all the music you put in. Right, right. Fucking very professional. Well, it's awesome. Well, the cool thing about the music actually is that my buddy does it. So like he all does the, a good all job. The music we have, he like wrote and he performed that. Um, so I I want like everyone started a podcast like around the time quarantine had. Like a lot of people did it, and I I don't feel like I have like an interesting enough perspective on anything to like do. A podcast where it's like, well, this is what's going on in the world, because right. typically my reaction to world events is just like, oh, and like that. That's like <laughs> yeah. the amount of thought. I'll, like, I'll, shit, I'll, 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 I'll be damned. Right. But like one thing I have done in quarantine is I just like I watch so many true crime shows, like oh. just like true crime over and over. And I I saw this one little mini episode. Ooh. 
that's ominous. That's that's music that inspires me. I yeah. want to like write down ideas right now. But I, I saw this one. It was like you know forensic files. Yeah. Like the little twenty-two minute. I saw this one about something that happened in Ohio in the seventies, uh, where there was just someone who wrote letters to different people in town and basically was like, I know all of the inner workings of your life. And these people would get these blackmail letters like over and over again. And they called this guy the Circleville letter writer. And the story ah. itself, it's kind of a bummer. Like it was just like, it, it turns out the guy who was writing the letters was like the brother of a guy who was being cheated on. And he was just like very angry oh, about it. Okay. So this is how he dealt with it. But I just got so into the story that like I read as much as I could about it. And I decided like, so the podcast I'm doing, it's like a true crime series about a very similar crime, but it's a town I invented uh, named Salmonville <laughs> and it's in Rhode Island. I lived in Rhode Island for two years. Do you guys know Rhode Island? Yeah, yeah we were there last right. night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what were you doing in Rhode Island? We went and saw Tim Dillon. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's awesome. God, yeah, it I was wish sick. I knew that. Yeah. It was really good. That's such a. I mean, I. So, I, I. It sounds like you enjoyed your time in Rhode Island. I don't want to, like. Beat well, I think Providence sucks. Providence does suck. Providence if, sucks. But you know what part of Rhode Island I reckon I would enjoy? Salmonville. Salmonville. Yeah, yeah. Salmonville. yeah. Well, honestly. <laughs> I, I kind of wondered why. Why is there a prospector in Salmonville? Right, well, that's like. <laughs> so, in the first episode, the first episode of the show, which sounds like fucking garbage like it's it's i had such i bought a mic on amazon for 25 dollars. oh there you go and the sound quality totally reflects that <laughs> but it's like i created a whole history of the town and one of the things about the town is that like diction makes no sense there like they're the, like what does like the diction in salmonville the way yeah. that people talk just does oh, not line up. Like okay. there are some people that sound like they're from rhode island there are some people that sound like they are from the other side of the world uh, but like one one thing I did was like going into the history of the town, and the the person who started this town was a guy named uh, I named him Chesterfield Cheney, and uh, <laughs> Dick he, Cheney's brother. Right, Dick Cheney. Well, it's actually uh, later in the episode. It's like he is like his great great grandfather. Oh, because okay. <laughs> <So, like, laughs> it is in the seventies too, right? Right, right. right. But uh, so like in the in the intro episode, I'm going all the way back to like the 1600s when the town was founded. And Salmonville, their residents got to the New World uh, because there was a mistake. They were actually supposed to be brought on a ship to go be executed in the <laughs> capital. But they got out and they went to the New World. And their leader, Chesterfield Cheney, loved to eat squirrels. That was oh, his okay. thing. He would eat squirrels raw. Is so did my dad. Huh? Is that why he was being executed? That's why, right. That, that's okay. why, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he did a lot of stuff based on, like, my, my limited uh, writing of what he did. But uh, he ate enough squirrel meat that he became convinced that he could talk to God. Oh. So that God told him he has to name Stop. the town Salmonville because there'll be like a huge salmon fishing industry. <laughs> but it's not within like 10 miles of any body of water. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like the, t the town is famous historically from what I wrote because like they're known for playing both sides. Like there's one thing where in 1945... Salmonville threw a parade for U.S. soldiers, and the next day they threw a parade for J Japanese soldiers, <laughs> just so they could like either way they'd be good. This all makes a lot of the stuff I've heard in the few episodes I've I listened. I think I've listened to three, right? And that all like makes all a lot of stuff make a lot of sense right. for me. <laughs> it's weird. I like because I, I was like I wonder. I like 
what where would he because I would hear things in the in the in the show right. that would reference a lot of the stuff you were just talking about and I was right. like what the fuck and then, right so like there, <laughs> there's just so many things in Salmonville that are terrible like they 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 don't have any hospitals but they have four prisons it's, very, just it's like, very detailed right it's it's like well it's it's this whole thing like I I wrote or I outlined the whole story in like two days and it's because I kept going back to this Circleville thing yeah and just like okay taking the parts that I felt like could be funny and i just like wrote a bunch of characters around it like you, you played a new character yeah um hello in, i'm johnny johnson you played johnny johnson uh who who we were interviewing about his brother john johnson um, oh, his, his older brother john his yeah older grandson brother, uh, of jo- uh wait, jonathan johnson jonathan john yeah, yeah. And, and then we had an uncle named evan right like that's, that's like, you have an uncle evan as well um <laughs> So yeah, it's just like it's kind of a long arching thing. I've I've done five episodes now, uh, along with two mini episodes, and I'm gonna close out Salmonville on the eighth episode. Okay, and then what? And then after that, like, so my character on the show, who's the host of the show, is this guy named Rutherford Winchester, and I've like set up like there are certain things like he hits he, he has a cocaine problem that pops up quite a bit <laughs> yeah you know, I love the, that yeah. that yeah. one that one episode it opens up and you just hear like and then you hear like right and I'm listening to Journey yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm playing Journey really. I love that so right like and, and the thing I have for him is like he's one of those people that like he clearly comes from money but he doesn't want you to believe that he wants you to believe that you're he's living like this really gritty oh, lifestyle yeah. and things like that so what I'm thinking about doing is um, I'm still like figuring out where I want the second season to go but I'll bring him back and I'll give him a new like overarching thing to talk about. And I don't now. Do you think you're gonna? Are you gonna change the name of it? Or that? I mean, that is one thing that I'm sort of because I, I wondered how you were gonna. What your plan was? For now, that. like that's something I talk. Like I mostly write the show by myself. Okay. Um, like the first few episodes, I wrote by myself. But there's one guy who's on the show. His name's Carter Hambly, um, and he plays a couple characters on the show. He plays the lead. Well, I'm just a little old prospect. That's a, that's a really good Randy Peterson. That's, <laughs> very, that's like really good. I said, you know, it's not our job to cause murders to be found before. <laughs> that's really good. All right. If Carter dies, I'm just going to have you come in. And yeah, you're putting Carter out of a job right now. Poor and he also plays another character that I named uh, Chet Firestorm. And Chet Firestorm is... Uh, I'm Batman. Right. Like, he, he's a news anchor. Um, but he's actually one of the people who gets blackmailed throughout the show. And what ah. his what his letter entails, he opens it up on air. Is the Salmonville letter writer uh, reveals that he knows what Chet does in his personal life, oh, okay. and he likes to pretend to be a baby, like that. <laughs> he likes to like, and, and be coddled, right. and he has a mental break, and now he can only speak in baby talk. Oh, so yeah. like, I think my favorite thing I wrote for the show was a portion where. We're going through Chet Firestorm reporting the news right. through the years talk. as a baby. So, like, he'll come in and be like, the Challenger has exploded and no survivors are expected. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's so uncomfortable. It's such a strange... But uh, Car- Carter started writing the show with me. So, one thing we've been talking about is maybe naming it, like, the Salmonville Letter Writer Presents or just, like, yeah. full-on changing the name I'll, of the show. Yeah. The thing is, if you... 
can you keep the same RSS feed? I yeah, and, I can. And, that, okay. that is the, the that's the one like thing I'm a able technical to do. Question. Right. <laughs> I can I can, like, I can keep I can change it over. I I'm still figuring out how to do that, but I definitely don't want to do another true crime thing. Like I'm thinking the next series I'm going to like create another guy and it'll be like a biography. And still scripted. And still scripted. Maybe maybe yeah. you could do like an in-depth uh thing about Rutherford. That well, right. That's like what that's that's an idea I had because I did like one little mini episode that was like a little biography for mm-hmm. him. I'll listen to that one. And it's where that yeah, that's fun because we we learn about his dad, and his dad is like I think what I, I think I said he's a hundred fifteen because he, <laughs> he he like he's so rich that he can like he he just gets like <laughs> he's medical. got that serum, dude. Yeah, like yeah. he has stuff that is Chocolate not readily serum. available yeah. to the public, right? And like. He, uh, his Rutherford's brother was killed by his father because he joined um, PETA. Like that, that, that was like PETA Griffin. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's just like there, I, I thought it was good. I, I, I like PETA Griffin. That made that made me feel safe. He's from Rhode Island. Exactly. I'm. But the thing is, <laughs> I don't. So if anyone from Rhode Island's listening, like I don't mean uh, to come across like I'm not trying to be a hot take guy. I'm not trying to be like I mean. But the thing is, but like, your your place it sucks. It sucks. It should yeah. get a different place. I'm not, not even to saying, mention, I call it Toad Island because they got some frogs living down there. Those <laughs> women are ugly. <laughs> oh, I dated like kidding, three women kidding, from Rhode kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't even know anyone I, from there. What, but the, I, I'm not saying it's a bad place. I'm just saying it has no fucking business being a state. Like like Massachusetts right. should totally absorb Rhode Island. And yeah. we'll just like make one like let's cut California in half. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Do, just you know, do you know the comedian Nate Bargatze? Yeah, yeah. So he has a podcast called Nate Land, and they do a whole hour on Rhode Island. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I, I have to check. I love it's Rhode really Island funny. slander. Yeah, it's it, really it, funny. It is. What is Rhode Island anyway? It, there's it's like wealthy people and like or homeless people. There's like this part apparently where there's mansions. Yeah. So all right, I I went to uh, Rhode Island College for two years. Okay. That's where I went, and Rhode Island College is on like the border. Of Providence. So it's like to get to my college, you're driving through probably the most underfunded part of Providence. And then you get to Johnston, Rhode Island, which is what you're talking about with all these giant mansions. And it like one that the the clear divide is so obvious. Like it goes from like a check cashing place to a house. That's <laughs> like, Do they at least have the decency to put it like put train tracks between dividing it? No. That's, no it looks that's like, like you're on the wrong go. side of the tracks, boy. Just it's true. Like, it, it's, it's like you're walking into a whole nother world when yeah. you get to the end of that crosswalk. But the, the most interesting See thing about Johnston, Rhode Island. Ooh, that, he's a singer too. Yeah, we, we, we have Tina Turner with us. <laughs> that, was, that was killer. I, I like but uh, so Johnston, Rhode Island. Who's someone like that you would expect? Like, what's a famous person you'd think that would come from Johnston, Rhode uh, Island? I, w- I would think um, besides John- Peter Griffin, Jonathan but- Johnson, and his grandsons, John Johnson. Right? Yeah. But like, other than that, I can't think. Just like a Rhode Island, maybe Evan, a, maybe a baseball player or something. Sure. Yeah, no, Polly D from from Jersey Shore uh, was born and raised in Johnston, Rhode Island, so and he's he, not a real Jerseyan. No, he's fr- and he's fr- he's like rich. Too, he's, he's a like, big fat phony. Right, that's exactly. It's it's like stolen valor. That yeah. Whole oh, yeah. show. None of them. Wait, but. The Jersey Shore people are all Italian, right? They're they're definitely all Italian. He's Italian. Like, no, we prefer Guinea on high noon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Jersey Shore Dagos are all yeah. So, <laughs> and, 
Wait, so these so isn't Providence predominantly Italian? And John yeah, oh yeah, is yeah, right? it's super fucking Italian. So there's just yeah. poor Italians and rich Italians, and right, right. right. That's the main divide. Someone, someone in, in told Rick. me that the mafia had a lot of things going on. Oh there. yeah, no, uh, there's this guy named Buddy Cianci who yeah. was uh, the mayor of Providence for a while, and he like has known <laughs> mob ties, and now he just has like a fucking radio show. Like that's like what he's <laughs> not. Nah, he's got a podcast. Yeah, no, it's just out in the open. There's like there's one street in Providence called Federal Hill. And it's basically just like, if you go there, you're in The Godfather. Like, it's just like a bunch of like giant fucking Italian dudes smoking these stogies and they're just like sitting on like a, you know, a stoop and that's like their business. That's like their <laughs> whole got business. A Adidas tracksuit, unzipped, gold chain, yeah. chest hair. No, it's like the Soprano. Right. Like, genuinely, yeah. it's like what, what they're doing. Chain. It's At- so fucking weird. It's kind of like, cool. It, it, yeah, but like, I see, like, I can't. I don't fit there, you know. Hey, like, like, hey uh, do you uh, do you want to see my tracksuit? Huh? I would like to see. I'll, your track. I'll show it to you. When I do want I, I don't own a tracksuit. He's half Italian, actually. Are no, you half Italian? No, I got mine because of uh, the the movie The Gentleman. Oh, okay, that's not a bad. Have choice, you seen that movie? I have seen the. So gentleman. you know the, the tracksuits that Colin Farrell and his guys yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, I got one. That's actually. I, I, I want to get five of them so I can have one for every day. That's actually that would be pretty <laughs> fucking cool, dude. I mean, it's it's. I, I'm, gotta, like, I'm not gonna lie. Commit. I look pretty cool. I like the idea that you fully commit to the tracksuit. Like, oh, I love like it. Everyday fucking thing. I fucking love me. it, dude. Love right. It. Well, you have to get weekend tracksuits too, oh, and those I, are the ones that are fun. Well, yeah, you know? I feel like, like the are, weekend is the predominant time for the cut. The cut loose. Well, no, he has like a business one for the. My actual plan is the reason I want five or seven. I'll get as I'll get all the designs. I love them. Rick, I don't like the one with the hoodie. I like yeah. the one with no hoodie. Right. But my plan is when comedy comes back, I'm gonna wear those every night to open mics. That's, That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Good call. I just think it'll be. I think it'll be funny. Right. It's like, it's like, oh, there's Mason. He's in his fucking tracksuit. He's in his tracksuit. Because <laughs> right. the only one who really has that right now is uh, Lloyd. Lloyd with... Um, oh, with this, his wrestling with, gear. With, and yeah. Well, yeah. He has respect the ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has respect the ladies. Yeah, no but, other comedian has a uniform. Right, and Lloyd fucking owns it. Like, oh, Lloyd has he, multiple, yeah, I love yeah. Lloyd. Have you Lloyd. Seen, oh, Lloyd's a sweetheart, he's, too. He's one of my favorites. We gotta get Lloyd on. Oh, yeah. Um, he, uh, have you seen him with his belt? He's got a belt. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, he has the wrestling And he fucking earned that belt. That's the thing. Like, he... What's the story there? He did he wrestle someone? I, I well, it, to my I don't know fully. I think I think Lloyd's just like a, an aficionado. I like think, he just no, knows. Lloyd like, literally, he loves wrestling. Right, like he just know, <laughs> yeah, like, like he knows what. <laughs> I believe he had a, a, a show where where now like it's it's an online show where where he talks about it. Oh. Yeah, I'm, you I'm can, pretty uh, sure. I think he talks about on. all that on. Uh, you can like look at Bucked Up on Sam's podcast. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he knows, but like he he's got like he's, he's in got the some to the wrestling. <laughs> that is such a cool power move, though, to like come up like on like on stage. You have your belt, and the, no yeah. one else in that room has a fucking yeah, belt. Yeah, you're unforgettable yeah. for sure. Right, like that's the, he, <coughs> he stuck with me for that reason. Yeah, like, we could all we could all three of us could really get into the uniform gig. You yeah, could, you could, we could make a name for ourselves showing. You could be a suit guy. Right, I'll be. I'll, really, well, I think be a I think guy? see because so do your do your John Mulaney. Yeah, right? I could be jump. <laughs> you spent it already? I think the reason no and you do it instead is because that, that's what they're expecting. Yeah. I'd have uh, buckskin. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd do. <laughs> I'd have bu- no, I'd have uh, buckskin with fringe and moccasins, I think. So you're going to go you're going to go cultural appropriation. Yeah, uh, still better than what the fuck you said. I, I oh, we, we 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 heard you. Okay, yes. <laughs> she wasn't auditory. It was, uh, it was with you. Hey, listen, <laughs> saying the this thing, ain't this I ain't think. no auditorium. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, 
I love it. Oh, this is so good. You know, <laughs> he fucking hates it. It's so funny. I know, but you're hiding it well. I feel very. Yeah, you're real good. I no, I think it would be funny if you went like Gabriel Iglesias, like oversized Hawaiian shirt, yeah, oversized Hawaiian shirt, shorts and like, jorts, not yeah. shorts. Oh, jeans, yeah, jeans, yeah, yeah, shorts, gotta, yeah. Get the and they and they got crew neck socks and, right. and yeah, yeah. New balances. With yeah, the- exactly. oh, I, even better, dude. Jesus sandals, jandals with socks. That's pretty cool. White. Right. They yeah. gotta be white. They yeah, gotta be white. Good. I'm just, yeah, I'll do it. I'll Gabriel do it. Iglesias works for me. I don't know if you guys... Dude, hey, did you know? So he's apparently like obsessed with VW buses. He has like a warehouse with like 30 vintage, wow. fully restored Volkswagen VWs. Really? He loves them. That's awesome. Wow. My yeah. uncle, my uncle just restored his. He's got one. Oh, he's got it. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like a hippie type guy. He lives in South Florida. Does he his re- roof uh, go up? Yeah. Does yeah, it he's really? Got the whole retro. He's got to redo the interior, but yeah. he repainted right. the outside and it looks really pretty. Right. I, got I, I got a buddy who he he talks about how you know Into the Wild. I oh, love yeah. that movie. Oh, such a good right. movie. So he, uh, uh, um, what's what's his Pearl name? Jam's? Uh, oh yeah, Eddie name? Vedder. Eddie yeah, Vedder yeah, did the whole music for that. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's a. Solid yeah, right. movie. Yeah, so that's like a, that's like a real guy like that like that yeah, that yeah, whole thing yeah. like so my a buddy of mine like just fucking like loves that story. I remember like it's such a good movie. He read it story. Yeah. It's such a good he, story. He read it when he was sixteen. Yeah, you know yep. like it was one yeah, of those yeah, things yeah. like I gotta fucking like get, I gotta I gotta do it. something with my so, life, man. Fuck taxes. Right. Like every, and every time I see him now, he's like, yeah, man, just keep pricing buses. You know, and he's like <laughs> he's like trying to find like a, a fucking um a school bus that he can like hollow out and like that will be his house. Like oh, that really? is like his his plan. But do you know, like, so that that bus, like, the thing that the real Into they the Wild... They flew it out of there. Yeah, they got out of there because, yeah. like... People kept going Because, like, a bunch of oh, NPR no fans kept showing up, and they're like, I gotta do the trek, and they'd, like, fall into oh, a river. They, that, the river he had to cross. Right. And then it's, like, a small town, so there's, like, two guys whose job it is to, like, watch the entirety of that whole place. Right. And they'd have to, like, do last-minute rescue operations. <laughs> These two guys... Oh yeah, we gotta save another. We gotta fish another body we out got, of the right. river. Got another fucking hipster from down <laughs> south. Right, thought yeah. he was gonna come in here and make the trek into the wild. Oh, right, exactly. That they goddamn pull movie. Jesus. Right, they pull him out. He's got a fucking like Ruth Bader Ginsburg shirt on. <laughs> yeah, and they, right. They, they get him. Like, Jesus. So they moved it. They're just like putting it in a park somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, that'll be the place where people go to do it. And I get it. Like the Coast Guard. Or I don't know if it's the Coast Guard that but handles. Did that, you but, see the video of them? Uh, yeah, like flying, flying it, out. it out. They picked it up with a helicopter. Really? And it's insane. Yeah. They, they like kept it like completely the, like, the way it was. Right, they yeah. kept it intact. Like it's. Uh, I do love that the people that did uh, try to go find it and stuff. Right. I do really appreciate and love that they didn't fuck it up. Right. That that was the whole thing. I mean, yeah. like it, it's really it's it's kind of sad, but like there was a point. Like his parents went there. The real guy. Like they they flew out. They didn't do the trip, but right. they like left blankets and a note saying like, "Hey, if you're doing this, fine, but like call your parents." You know. <laughs> like, like, oh something. yeah, dude. And, right. <laughs> When's the last time you talked to your parents? <laughs> right. Like. Like, that's like, but people would just like leave shit there. Like they would leave like books or like things, yep, or like yep. they would leave stuff behind oh, whoever was there stuff. next. Yeah, that's like cool. so they'd have something to do. It so is really cool. It it is interesting. Are you a big uh, uh, out like hiking type? No, I no, fucking I, hate hiking. It's literally it's just you're just walking in the woods 
and you can't have anything with you. Right. Yeah, nothing like, happens. You don't like, get to no. have... It's like you walk <laughs> to a place, you right. look at something, and you go, there's that's no, nice. There's right. no it's goddamn selfie. coffee shops on the way. Right. It's there's, just a, there's coffee. Just, I, I was thinking liquor store. <laughs> there are trees, you know? Like, that's it. Like, after after 10 minutes, you're like, oh, shit, another oh, tree. Oh, another one of those. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's another sure one. Small. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'll hear... Because, like I was saying, I watch a bunch of true crime, whatever. Like... I'll like, I like I see stuff about people that like I don't know why I went down this weird rabbit hole. You guys know Grizzly Man? No, I don't. Like Bear Grizz? Like no, like it's a documentary uh, that they made. It, it's kind of old it's on now. Netflix, but I, it might be. It might be on Amazon. But it's yeah. like the Warner Herzog guy. Uh, oh, that wait, name is, sounds is so familiar. Dude that wrote a bunch of books. Uh, I don't. I don't know where he's from, know. but he's got like a voice. Like it, when he talks about the bears, he always says like the bears. Like that's that like, show. He's from Chicago yeah, over there. You know, can I go over there? I've heard you guys. But like it was just a documentary about this guy, right? And his whole thing was he just fucking loved bears. Yeah. And he would go to like the Alaskan wilderness, and three months out of the year. He, he ended up getting eaten. He ended up getting mauled by a bear yeah, and eaten. Yeah, okay. But yeah, the thing yeah. is, he did, he, got, he ended up getting mauled by a bear and eaten after 11 times doing it, which is so fucking <laughs> impressive that he made it that far. He shouldn't have kept but, pushing it. Right, which, so, which kind of bear was it that ate him? It was uh, a it big was, one. It, I think it was a grizzly. grizzly. I think that's why he's grizzly. At least that's, gri- that's kind of like, that, that's like, okay, yeah. You guys, right. If he got mauled by a black bear and eaten, then be like, Dude. yeah, like you could have beat that black bear's yeah. ass. Those yeah. things, those you could have fucking little. taken yeah, that. Yeah, you could have <laughs> fucked that bear. Right. You, guys, <laughs> you guys remember Jeremiah Johnson, Robert Redford's movie from back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I grew I've up. Never seen it. Oh, it's classic, yeah. dude. Just, it's a fucking guy. It's a good I knew one. you hadn't seen it. No, right? not enough. So Robert, Robert, <laughs> Robert Redford's in it, and uh, he 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 decides to be a mountain man, and he, but he doesn't know how to do shit. Right. So he goes out into the wilderness in the mountains of uh, like Colorado or something, mm. and uh, he meets this old man that lives in a cabin in the woods alone, and and he, so the guy takes pity on him. He's like, well, "Let me show you how to fucking live," you know. Right, right. And uh, one of the scenes, this fucking grizzly bear. So it's all grizzly bears. They might have been in like northern Washington or something. I forget, but the bear comes chasing the old man, and the old man runs through his own cabin and jumps out of the back window. And uh, the bear runs into the cabin, and he shouts into the cabin, Skin that, and pilgrim, and I'll get you another. Oh. And so he has to kill this grizzly bear in Jeez, the cabin. That's like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, the, the thing about the, this grizzly man guy is he, like, fucking lost. Like, yeah, oh, not, yeah, like, he didn't do I, Robert Redford. He, he had, like, a pan, I think, and, like, oh. his thing was, like, if you bop him once, he'll be like, oh, shit, okay. And, like, and the bear will just, like, back off. But the, the so I watched this documentary about him and uh, one this is sorry if it's random but like there's one point in the movie and I, I I've watched it so many times it takes up 35 seconds of the movie and there's like no explanation further but it's an interview with this guy's dad and the question is like well why did he start like hanging out with bears like what happened huh. and the hey, dad what, is like what did you do well, to he, this really, child? he really he really liked Chicago football <laughs> well so what happened is he went he graduated college he went out to LA to be an actor mm. and according to his dad he was second in line to get Woody Harrelson's part on Cheers oh. and because he didn't get it he just got really into fucking bears like he just got really, and like so I'm thinking about like <laughs> that's so what a fucking crazy origin so he could have been hanging out with Ted Danson every day, but you know, one thing leads to another. Fifteen years later, a bear rips your face off. Like, that's the I butterfly wonder, effect. I, Please tell me they also interviewed Woody Harrelson. Hey man, no. how do you feel about sticking the mic right. in his yeah. face? It's kind of your fault yeah, yeah, like, yeah. when you think yeah, about yeah. it, right? It makes you wonder if whenever he was getting eight, he was like, I could have been on cheer! 
Right, yeah. Damn you, Woody Harrelson! Right, yeah, just can... looking at the bear. Just take me already. Yeah, like, I'm <laughs> fucking done. I'm I never over. got to meet Ted! <laughs> it's, it's such a bummer. But, like, would Woody Harrelson have been killed by a bear if he didn't get the part? Hopefully. Is it, like, predetermined? Yeah. I feel like, like Woody in... Harrelson oh, would have became a drug addict. Right. I think I think he did he anyway. Already, yeah. yeah. Well, he's yeah. like smoking weed. But this is like a good. Out. This is a good uh, reinforcement of the point, especially with like the whole into the wild thing. That the right. only real reason to ever get out there into the wilderness is there's something deeply wrong with you. Yeah, <laughs> and you need to pass it because like the the into the wild story. It's a very interesting story, but like he fucked up. Like yeah, he really yeah. like you know what killed him. He did. He didn't read. Like he just like ate some fucking berries that he found. Oh, and, like, the guy, the bus oh, yeah. guy, right? Yeah. And they dude, just like he that, couldn't digest anymore. Ain't that a bitch, dude? Right. But the hardest part was because he didn't know the land. He didn't know that if he walked a mile away from that bus, there would have been a road that he would have ended up on, and oh. anyone could have come and picked him up. I didn't like, know that. Right. There was like a road that was specifically oh. for people like doing work in the oh, in no the wilderness. Way. So like they were there every day and he could have just like Dude, hitched a ride I, home. I didn't know that. And he, oh my God. He just kind of blew it. Like, I mean, it's a nice story, but he just like, uh, there's a little that, bit of me like, what a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. I was just about to say, a small it. part of me kind of feels like, well, you're a fucking jackass. A, and I know like it's, it's hard to look at it this way, but what I think is like, if he went on that trip and he made it back, he would have been such a fucking asshole to talk about. Like, oh, like, yeah. You know he would bring it up all the time. And the thing with his parents is they were really rich, so he probably would have gotten, like, yeah. a TV show. Yeah. You know, like, where well, he goes, like, he would have written the book, you I, know? Like, I, he would have oh, been yeah, the one oh, yeah. to do I, it. I, I like, feel like no one would have ever known who he was if he lived. I don't know. I feel like yeah, he would have been... You, people love the dude who who cut his arm off. People love that. Yeah, that because morbid. something drastic happened. That's true. What if yeah. this guy just... Let's pretend that he went to that bus and lived there for two years. Right. Never ate the berries and then decided to go home and found that road. Right. And went back home and was like, hey, so I did this. I bet he would have wrote a book. Yeah, but, but like, that's the thing. Like, you're, you're right. He might not have been like a, like a, a celebrity... But everyone in his life will have heard the story of how he went to Alaska and stayed there for a month. Like, right. he would tell that at every fucking party. You know what? Like, dude, at a party, st- going outside to smoke a joint, someone's like, it's cold. Oh, you think this? Oh, yeah, yeah. You have no uh, idea. Try killing a moose in the springtime and not having a way to cure it. <laughs> yeah, and then not cooking uh, it all the way. Hey, either. but you know what's crazy? You know, he knew Vince Vaughn. Who'd have thought? He knew, right, yeah, because yeah. like Vince that was the only real person who showed up as the Vince Vaughn knew. That, you know what the craziest thing about that movie is? Oh, that old man died recently. That yeah. Was the, the wanted to adopt him. Right. I, oh, I like yeah. that guy. He's a sweet dude. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, I, he I, died. Forget. Yeah. I don't know his name, but I'd seen him in other stuff. He's like a good... Yeah, I looked him up. There, the, Sean Penn made that movie. Really? Which oh! Is, what is that, that guy's life? Wasn't he like friends with El Chapo as Sean, well? Sean, oh, no, th- there's, dude, there's a whole documentary about that. That Mexican act- act- actress, mm-hmm. uh, do you know her name? I don't know her name, but she was the one who she was She was a very El famous right. Mexican act- actress who was friends with, uh, not El Chapo, wait, was it El Chapo? It was, it was she was friends or with Or was El it Chapo. the other guy? I think she was friends with El Chapo. Okay, well, she definitely just, knew him. Because like, it was she's... the 80s. Right. And there's a quick, it's a short documentary, I believe. And there's pictures, and she brought Sean Penn down there. Yeah, right, I've seen to, those. Right, to hang actually. out to hang out with him. Right. <laughs> so, and, and so I think he, Sean Penn, wrote an article about it in Rolling Stone. Oh, that's right. And and first off, I, I'm pretty sure he got back. From like meeting El Chapo and like the FBI was there like, hey, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, why hey man, you... don't do that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah hey, it's not <laughs> seriously, dude. We know you're Sean Penn, but like, but this just what the isn't... fuck? You should like us. You played Harvey Milk, you know? Like it was like one of the. 
But that article, I really recommend reading it because there's one portion of it that is genuinely the funniest thing I've ever read. And, like, the thing about Sean Penn, like, I get it. It's cool. Like, it's interesting to do that. But he is just not the person. He was just trying to play Fast Times at Columbia High. Right. Like, he he was just trying, you know, like, he was just trying to be, like, a journalist or whatever. But he, like, attempts to, like, put the reader in the room. And he tells this story where, like, El Chapo's saying something. And he's talking about how all he had to do was pass gas. So he couldn't listen to what El Chapo was saying to him because all he could think about was how bad he needed to fart. (laughs) And all like, I can think is, is like, he trying to be funny? I don't know, but it's like if I'm an editor at Rolling Stone, you're not going to be like, "Hey, Sean, what the fuck is that paragraph? <laughs> like, what, like, what's going on here?" Like, I mean, oh, you know, Jesus. it sounds like he should have just done it. He should have just ripped it. I mean, like El Chapo, right? Like, he, yeah, yeah, like that's El a man Chapo. who's seen a lot, you know? Yeah, like he, El Chapo probably didn't smell his freshest when the fifth time he climbed through a tunnel to right. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen the footage of that? It's fucking insane. I haven't. No, didn't they? Didn't they bring like a dirt bike? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, it was just like waiting for probably. him. Probably. Like, yeah. He he just stayed in his cell, and there were people every night who just like came in and like fucking hollowed shit out. And then eventually one day he got the word and he just like moves a portion of his wall and he's gone. No, like, so where I'm from in Brockton, uh, it's just like a weird little fact, but in, from Cape Verde, like the, no, I worked with so many people from there when right. I, I used to work in Hanover. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that makes word. sense. Yeah. So they were all from Cape Verde and, and uh, uh, Brazil. Right. So, you know, from Brockton, like Brock, the weird thing about Brockton is besides New York City, that's where most of the immigration from Cape Verde comes from. Uh-huh. So like a lot of people I went to high school with had parents who were like undocumented. And basically it's just one of those things. Like if you're undocumented, but like. You know, you work a job and you you just like and have no a very one asks set questions. Right. And like, you know, you don't like nothing happens. You just go to work and like do what everyone else does. Eventually, like there's a point where you can go to the government and be like, hey, so, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But like, right. I've been good. Taxes paid. And, if, and the government's just kind of like, ah, OK. Okay. Like, you you got that fucking laundromat. Right. Nah, next like, time. We're, we're <laughs> watching you. Right. And, and I think that when you have kids, that that also yeah. makes it like a lot. I, I mean, until, you know. A, f- a few years ago, but right. like, uh, like that, that was the yeah, whole. Yeah, some of them went down with like, uh, this like orange guy. Yeah. yeah that's my mom was an anchor baby. Really? Yeah. Her, my, my grandparents are Brazilian. And they oh, okay. There, so. Yeah, that's the thing. I wait. Is an anchor baby what you call? Oh, cause it, you have them here. Yeah. And so citizens. then you get to be here. Yeah. Right. Okay, I gotcha. Oh, that's good. That, that's uh, what I'm trying to do. I think is the point. I'm trying to, um, impregnate my wife. Right. Visit Mozambique and then. And then that'll, that'll be it. What yeah, the fuck be... is Mozambique? Yeah, I just um, pretended just... to know what that was. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to go. I'm along. trying to think of any place. I don't know where I would immigrate to. Uh, Switzerland, I think. Dude, probably. So I was listening to cool. a podcast. Yeah. Would be nice. Uh, Switzerland. Uh, I. Oh no, I'm thinking of Sweden. <laughs> I had a layover. <laughs> I had a layover in Sweden once, and we got to spend the night there. It was beautiful. Really. Um, cool. I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about because uh, you went to Tanzania, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess like it's illegal to be gay there. Yeah, mm. I didn't know that. Pun- I have a bit about is, it. But punishable by fifteen years. So the f- hilarious thing about because I love your bit, yeah. but I didn't re- I didn't realize that that was like yeah. I didn't know that 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 it was th- like actually illegal. Yeah. Right. So they so I I got there and they're telling me they're like okay <laughs> don't <laughs> be were, gay. Yeah, right. it was kind of like that. They were like uh, I know Americans. You know you guys. You guys like to suck each other's dicks. You guys are right. all pretty gay. It's like it's like a big orgy go, over there. They go <laughs> if, if they find out you spent thirty years in prison. I said no shit. That's crazy. Um, and this doesn't make it better, but they count. 
days and nights. Right. So it's half. So when you get sentenced to 30 years in prison, it's 15 years. Uh, oh, that's a, an odd day, way. Yeah, wow, daytime, daytime okay. and nighttime is are separate days for some reason in prison. Okay. So I, I'm trying to work it out to where it's like, oh, what are you guys complaining about? It's not really 30 years. Yeah, right. But 15 yeah. years after sucking a cock? Yeah. Also, Plus there will be more. Yeah. <laughs> but right. Yeah. Same sentence if you if a girl gets pregnant and she hasn't graduated high school. Mm-hmm. No matter how old she is, she could be you know in her 20s in high school. And if <laughs> she got held back a few years. Yeah, she, no, I mean, it was fairly common. But, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. We're, we don't have access to the education system you people have in Arkansas. Like uh, high end fucking. I'm, what, are you, what are you talking super, about? I had a, they, they literally just. Where everyone graduates by age 12. Yeah. They handed me a diploma and said, fucking go away and never come back. Yeah, and you and you took their advice. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, so same sentence. Same sentence if you're a guy who impregnates a girl who hasn't graduated high school 30 years in prison. What? It, oh. No matter how old she is. So, Jeez. okay, so let me. Yikes. So she could be 14 and you can fuck her, but as long as she graduates, totally legal. No, not technically. Yeah, I can't imagine that. No, one no, no, no. no. <laughs> 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 Mason's like, what loophole can I find? <laughs> okay, Tanzania, here I come. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good old Kidsania. Kids, 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 edit it out. Get, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the one he wants to edit out. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, dude, so, yeah, don't uh, be gay, man. Don't be gay in Tanzania. All right. I got, I got a few. So I'm trying to do this thing now where I, cause I find that it's better to have stuff on the paper. Oh, it helps me like out. Written down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, so, <laughs> okay. So, I got, got little reminders over here of, of stuff. I'm going to have a piece of paper next time. It's just going to say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's going to no, be, be a sticky note on my yeah. forehead. Right. It's going no, to be you writing timestamps. Get that one out. Edit. But do you play music at all? Do I play? No. You strike me as a musician, but no. No, I, in high school, I posted some pictures that made it look like I play a guitar, but that's like the most. Out of boy, you gotta get chicks. Yeah, the worst part is I had a Blink-182 shirt on, which like implies that that's what I was playing. Oh, but that's the best way to do it. If you're going to pretend to play guitar, then pretend to play Blink-182. Right, because sure. it's not hard guitar. Dude, right, I would yeah. Get. If right, you like, if you had an Eric Clapton T-shirt, and then eventually people are like, "Put your money where your mouth is." You're like, I, can't, I couldn't. But anyone can kind of like, like, yeah. You just kind of. I'm sure I could probably do it by accident. Yeah, I'd like yeah, at least yeah, get yeah. one song down. Did it work? Know? Did you get a? Uh, did Tell me you got at least a hand job. Well, no. <laughs> I, honestly, I I do. I guess I lied to you just then. I did play one instrument in high school. I played the tuba oh, in the boy. band. Uh, which is not that's not a tuba that's a that's a trombone oh, man sorry. come on hey, better learn than, your brass <laughs> instruments better than, dude the tuba's the sexy one the tu- yeah the tuba's the one that everyone who plays it gets fucked all the time the t- well I prefer the, the tromboner the tr- the trombone that's a good one because yeah you, you pull it it's like a yeah 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 it's like an un- it's like filleting an uncircumcised penis you got to move that yeah you got to move you got to move that you got to move it back up I think that's what John Philip Sousa had in mind yeah yeah, yeah 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 he just like, oh, like you, something you, about you these Gentiles the- really gets uh, me I I don't my think John, 
I think John Philip Sousa is just a guy who wrote music, but it's the only old music guy I could come up with oh, at okay. that time. I was about to say, you know who invented the trombone. <laughs> hey, what's that word for the, for the thing you have to do? Your embouchure? Oh, your embouchure. Uh, no, oh, yeah, so embouchure, that, right. You're thinking of when you are uh, knitting uh, sweaters. That's embroching. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, embroching. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. You got to do that while you play the tuba. You got to crochet. <laughs> yeah, you got to crochet, crochet a tuba cozy. Right. Yeah. I, so I had, uh, where I went to high school there were my graduating class in high school was 1300 people um like i went to a huge 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 high school brag um it, no it's terrible it was <laughs> <No>. super underfunded <laughs> that was the I, I actually I, I didn't learn to read till i was in the fourth grade right. was, yeah, yeah, i speak cape verdean or, or portuguese or whatever they speak yeah. Yeah. no they speak I, portuguese i remember one year my high because brockton massachusetts is where rocky was born so I remember oh. in my junior year, we got a giant Rocky Marciano statue from like, the World Boxing Federation. I'm literally going Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> like the, the character? Like the, but no, like the real Rocky Marciano. So yeah. like, there's a huge Rocky statue. Marciano! And like that year, we didn't have fucking paper. Like on day 70, like we had run out of paper. Jesus. So I remember there was like, I took a final in high school on the back of like a credit card statement from my teacher oh, who had just started bringing in her own paper. What? So she could like, print new things so it was like it was insane wow, that it, it, sounds awesome. that sounds like dover dude that's personality next to my yeah. hometown it was oh, yeah. good and my last day at the high school got canceled because someone called in a bomb threat to the school but the craziest part of it was that the guy who called in a bomb threat was in utah and he just wrote a bomb threat and emailed it to 25 different schools just randomly across the country. What year was that? Uh, 2015. Okay, because when I... Oh, I forgot you're younger than... When I was in the eighth grade, we had a bomb threat. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, who did it? But it, some, some kid called to get out of school. Wow. Uh, I don't even know if they found out who called, but it was like... They just... I think they just said... It must have been some kid. Every wow. time I called in a bomb threat to my school, no one ever took me serious. Yeah, no one. Yeah, everyone was. Well, like, yeah. you know, because everyone knew right. you weren't going to blow up your mom's house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Home's gone. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Ben's like Ben goes. Yeah, I called in a bomb threat, and I wasn't even there. I was in Utah with my tuba. Like, yeah. <laughs> so disappointing. It's so fun they figured it out. Yeah, but like, I, so that that whole school was just such a. There was one day I was in gym. And then the school got locked down because uh, s- someone shot someone in the foot in the other part of the gym that like <laughs> people weren't there at. So we just like had to stay locked down because there was some foot-related beef. So, that, you, like, sort of had a, so you sort of survived a school shooting. I, I guess. You're like, a survivor. You you're a hero. It was after school, though. Like, I don't know if it counts. It was like... Still I, counts. You're I think a hero. He survived, he survived a gym shooting. I, I survived a gym shooting. And gym I was, Crow shooting. I was trying out for the basketball team, yeah. and I didn't make it. And I remember, like, it was clear I wasn't going to make it when oh. I shut up. And oh, I remember... So the shooting was the second most disappointing thing that happened. Right. right well, <laughs> no, the most disappointing thing is, like, fuck, I hope I don't die doing this. Because, like, <laughs> everyone who I'm with right now just saw me, like, struggle to do four laps you yeah. know like i didn't want that to be the way were, were you this height when you were trying to get I, on the team yeah you're but, like what are you six two right i'm i'm six four six four excuse me yeah i 
That's me. That was me. That you just played. Yeah, no, on Tinder, six, I'm 6'6", six, six, and I'm also very into The Office. On, uh, yeah. on Tinder, and and other I thing. still play guitar. And I still, yeah, yeah Notch is on there. Big dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I love to put big dick in my Tinder profile. 1,300 is the same number as my entire college. Really? I went to such a small college. Wow. Entire four years classes plus ADP program was all together 1,300 students. Wow. So we're the same. That's what it's basically. No, it just made for like high school. Just like graduation, fucking sucked. You know, like because we were sitting <laughs> out. Hours. Yeah, yeah, like in, in the right. sun, and like I was all like actually, actually at my graduation, someone got stabbed. Like it was <laughs> really like. I bet your graduation was quick. What was it? Ten minutes? No, I actually had a graduation. There's like a so for for all the homeschool kids. <laughs> no, we, we rented out the local VFW. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> Because in high school, like my uh, all my testing was handled by like this school that specializes in homeschooling testing, and then they have a graduation ceremony in Virginia where the school is based. Oh, because okay. there's also an actual school attached to it. So I was like, but anyway, it was, still wasn't fun. But it was, it was a real graduation. Right, that's cool. Did you have any like speakers? Yeah, yeah, we had the. Prison. No, no one spoke because they're all homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, they were all just very timid. That was, that was the whole. I love how Mason is like. Probably yeah, on the it. spectrum, and he's always <laughs> yeah, he's talking <laughs> shit about my. Right, yeah, he <laughs> he is like barely the sixth speaks time English. He it up. No, he, <laughs> Mason he goes. Sort of I ask Mason it. what three plus three is, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Whoa, 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 too far, too far. Yeah, yeah. The weird thing is, like, I don't, it just seems like you want me to know that he was homeschooled again. Like, yeah, you know, oh, tell him the thing. Tell him. Oh man. Oh god! Yeah, That's tell him how, how you can't make eye contact. Unlike the rest of us I, GED fuckers from Arkansas, hey, no, I don't have us a G- high fucking achievers. I don't have a GED. I have a regular diploma. Whoa! Oh, okay, well, so fuck you. I don't believe you, but <laughs> I, do. I do. I have it somewhere. It's well, around. It's yeah, it's around. And you know what's you know what's fucked up about having a high school diploma? They make it seem like you gotta have it. Right. Not one job that I've ever had has asked to see it. It's insane. No, all, not that, one. all that shit. Yeah. Not one. It's the same thing. Like I, I, I sort of believe that you can just tell someone. Like I could be like, yeah, I went to Harvard, and I don't think anyone would hey, really look into it. Seems like they I, don't hey, follow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when I first moved here, I was 22, and I worked in. I lived in Waltham, right. and I worked at a liquor store. Okay. That had a you know Brandeis. No. It's no. like this. It's like a huge Jew college. Like it's okay. like it's. <laughs> <laughs> the BuzzFeed article I was talking about earlier. <laughs> and oh. so, so anyways, all these young kids would come in there to get kegs and stuff. Right. And I made friends with a, uh, all of them. Mm. And they, they, they loved me. Like right. my accent was way thicker then. Oh, okay. And they thought yeah, I was they were, a riot. They were and they that. used to invite me to their frat parties. And dude, I had never, it was like being in a movie when you would go to these parties. Like you'd go to the basement of some frat house. Wait, 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 and, wait, time out. You went to Jewish frat parties? How yeah. are we not all established in show business? Yeah. Yeah. You were in Jewish frat parties and we're sitting here in your kitchen? <laughs> Explain yourself, dude. What the fuck? It, it might be because I... I how are you aging? <laughs> how, how have you not had child... Dude, what's going on here? You were in with Jewish frat parties and I haven't been booked at the Wilbur. I, 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 I fucked up. I don't know what happened. I think it's because I moved oh. back to Arkansas at some... Uh, oh, yeah. That, that yeah, I, I lost, yeah. lost all those contacts. Oh man! Um, but uh, but yeah, they uh, they would invite me to these parties, and my line was, uh, "Oh yeah, I go to Harvard." <laughs> I, 
Die Hard. No one right ever now. questioned it. <laughs> I, I live in Cambridge right now. I live like right across the street from a Harvard dorm, and like I it, said, I got a. I said that I got a. a, a, a what do you call it when you're like too poor? So you get like a scholarship. A scholarship. So like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm like, they what you, when you're poor as shit and it, your life sucks, but you still want to learn. What's it called? Like, what, you want a career even though you're poor and useless. You know, like, what the fuck do they call that? Oh, God. But like, yeah, for real, I go to Harvard. Right. You, I'm going to be a doctor. Right? <laughs> Let me check your back. Oh, that's <laughs> terrifying <laughs> image. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like imagine you break your arm and then use the fucking one. Like, Jesus Christ, I just, you I really just, fucked it up. I just come in and I go, where's it hurt, right here? Like, like you grab your arm. You're like, yeah, I can fix that, but you're never going to be normal again. Like you're, right, yeah, you know, your elbow is probably going to click for life. but right, It's going to be weird. You're going to have to explain what happened to yeah. people. Like his framed diploma but, but, written in crayon but, up, pinned right. up on the wall. But, I, but hey, I'll definitely write you a script to hide your code for some reason from an unmarked bottle that I pull out of my pocket. I thought by, I had to go to the pharmacist for this. Ah, fuck yeah, that. No, and by the way, it's by the pill. Fiber <laughs> pill. It is great. There are doctors like that. I remember my dad, he like broke his foot and he didn't break it too bad. Like it was just like a, a dumb little thing. My dad was a sports reporter. Uh, so when I tell you where he broke his foot, I, I just say, I open with that so it doesn't sound creepy. Yeah. Because he broke his foot at a high school girl's softball game. <laughs> but yeah, right. He was covering it. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that he had like a camera. Tri- he was chasing him around. He was right. running a little too fast. Yeah, he got know, like, too excited. He tripped over. Tripped yeah. over his boner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he fucking shattered his foot. But like he was, he was fine. You know, like he, he's just like one of the, he doesn't like pills and stuff like that. And I remember, like, when we were talking, like, it, the doctor really wanted to give him Oxycontin, like, to the point where it felt like the doctor had, like, a stake in the company. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, like, my dad was like, oh, no, I, I think I'll just backs. stick with painkillers. And, and they're like, well, you can do Oxycontin. Yeah. And, and he's on, like, man. What's, what's the matter? that's, like, scared? sort of what it came out. He's like, no, I mean, it's it's great. Yeah, like, you don't understand. It. It's, like, awesome. Like, And it's almost like the doctor was going to be like, I get why people ruin their lives. Yeah. You know, like, what year was no, this? Right. Uh, tw- 2016, I think. Oh wow! So that's after like all the shit broke. And all right, the, after, all yeah. the Florida pain clinics and all yeah. that. Right. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah. No, the and, doctors looking at him like, trust me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want this? <laughs> and I, I felt terrible for my dad because he actually had a cool job. He covered the Bruins. That was like oh, cool. his thing. Is like he would cover all the Bruins home games. He just retired. Like, um, like what, when you say like, wait. Uh, cover them how? So like you know when after a game you you see there's a bunch of people holding up their phones He's, at, and at a microphone the, in in the locker room. Yeah, yeah and my dad's one of those hands. Really? Like he was one of the, yeah he wrote for a newspaper the Patriot no Ledger shit. actually. The, oh, in so Quincy, this is why like, you're like a you went to so I had this in my notes as well. You went to Emerson. I did, yeah. And so your dad's a writer. My dad, my dad is, a, yeah. He's a he's a he's a sports writer. So, oh, that's so awesome, like, dude. He definitely did not give us the wanting to write movies like that. Yeah, that, that was right, that's right. He, he was did. more like be a reporter type. He was more, yeah. He was more like let me read your essays and I can like tell you <laughs> yeah. where you need to put a comma. Man, I, I hate when I read essays because none of them speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Oh, man. Essay. Orale. Orale. I was a thinker. Orale. It was a good, like, it was a cool job. So, like, yeah. when I was a little kid, like, I can't ice skate, and my dad was always cool about that, which I think is, like, a good New England dad thing. Yeah, never yeah. tried to get me to play <laughs> he hockey. Didn't chuck a fucking but, Narragansett at you. Right, you, yeah, you know. <laughs> he didn't drink this fucking PBR and get out get there on and the skate fucking, your ice. fucking ass off. <laughs> 
Hit that kid into the porch. You know, like that. Like Shove that of, hockey stick up his ass. <laughs> I want you. He, I, he's never going to skate again. That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah, from you you, you like, know, what's the fucking figure skater's name that tried to slit that bitch's fucking throat? A oh, Russian oh, guy? Uh, no, no, the, no, the no, woman. No, no. That. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Ta- Tanya Harding didn't Tanya try Harding. to slit anyone's well, throat. Yeah, she, she, did, she, she did. had someone else do it. She, she, she had someone have... come and hit her in the, the leg with a pipe, oh, I think is what oh, okay. I don't well, think they tried yeah. to kill her. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was, that, that was actually Happy, Gil, uh, Happy Gilmore that tried to slit that throat. <laughs> right, that's true. That did the, happen. With the ice. Right, right. Uh, but so, so one thing I figured out when I was a little kid, like one thing my dad had to do is he would go to Bruins practices, right? And like if I stayed home sick from school, school and I was like seven years old he would have to take me into Boston with him to go to like Bruins practice so oh, I did sick I kind of unlocked a memory when I was talking to him a few months ago and this is the first time I've ever had like a platform to share it uh but he he was like hey do you remember the time you went into the locker room too early and at first I didn't but then I like remembered I was like, I must have been seven years old and I was actually sick. Like, I would constantly try to fake being sick so I could go to practice yeah. with him. Yeah, right. But this you... time, I was, like, really fucked. Like, I was throwing up a lot. Yeah. And the way it would work is, like, it was cool. I get to go. It's, like, the big, empty TD garden. You go sit there, watch him practice. And then I didn't know why at the time, but my dad would go into the locker room, do all his stuff. And then after, like, 20 minutes, he'd come out and, like, bring me in so I could go say hello to players. After and they stuff all like put that. their dicks away. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember. <laughs> and this is where it's, like, it's almost like a movie where, like, all of a sudden, I felt like Raven. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, <gasps> and, like, I just, like, I, I Oh, my God, that. Chara's dick is, and, like, a foot big. Right. So I remember. This is before Chara, I think. I think it's before yeah, yeah. I even got there. But, like, I remember I'm standing outside the locker room. I know my dad's in there. And I just re- realize, like, I'm about to throw up. Like, there's nothing I can do. I'm about to throw up. And there's no one outside the locker room. So I don't, I know my dad's in there. And, I, you know, I'm seven. The only thing I can think to do is, like, I have to go tell my dad I have to throw up. And he can take me somewhere. So I, I open the door to the locker room. And I, I walk in, take a few steps, see the entire roster fart? of the 2003 Boston Bruins players just naked. Yep. Dick oh, out. Just oh, I knew it. I, rem- I saw. I remember his name. He was my favorite player. I saw Sergei Samsonov's hog. Was it big? Just, it was huge. And then I just went, <laughs> Wait, so he he was your favorite player before? Before? before. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I was I didn't know that shit was gonna happen. Like I didn't know they were gonna look like that eventually. But like, oh, yeah, because when you're that age, you haven't really seen a, yeah, big, a penis. What yeah. are you talking about? I had seen so many by that age. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, that's because you're Catholic. You guys are white. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly don't have Latino relatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, ca- or Catholic. Dick out? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Well, I hadn't. I had a very timid dad, I guess. I yeah, didn't know right. that that shit was going to happen. So I just remember dicks. I looked at my dad, and he realized, like, oh, my God, my son knows what puberty is now. And then I just fucking threw up all over Oh, you were the like, oh, room. Right. So I just, like, I, I learned Penises. that my body was going to change someday and then vomited in front of my heroes. Like, I was like, how old did you say you know, I think I was seven. Oh, looking fuck. Good. If it was 2003, I would have been seven I love well. this as, like, a repressed thing, too, like, in a therapy session. It's like, I don't know, ever since I was 13, every time I jack off, I just throw up right afterwards. Really? Like, I don't know what it is. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, my dad, like, so I remember, and I'm like, is this what happened? He's like, that's exactly what fucking happened. Like, that's like when I, like, I couldn't go back. Like, was, you're, you're like, like, you're like, is my dick going to be big like that? And your dad's like, 
Not, not if it's like mine, son. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, yeah. I'm still not working with, like, Sergei Samsonov's, like, yeah. maybe it was just, like, the scale of the time of Yeah, I think so, that's probably what I think that, Don't doubt yourself. Yeah, that would yeah. yeah. seem bigger than it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, bet you got a big old dick. No, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable. I feel like I have, like, a Nissan Camry of penises. Yeah. yeah. It's not great, but it's accessible. Right. You know what I mean? It's hitting up against the table as we've been talking. Right, yeah. get the job done. Huge thud. Thank you. It's going to be tough for him to get that out in post, but we'll do it. If you don't hear a dick thud, it's because like they're really fucking good at editing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mics don't—they're not that hot of mics. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you, but you ended up going for film. I went for film. Yeah. So you did your first two years in Rhode Island, and you, and then, then yeah, then I then I went to Emerson. I have a buddy. I have a friend. Well, it's my youngest sister's friend, uh, and he's going to be a freshman at Emerson this year. Oh, okay. Do you have advice for him? Um. Make make friends with rich people. <laughs> like, make, like make friends with uh, yeah. I, uh, he's doing um. He's like really. He's doing musical theater. I think. Oh okay. I, well, I I can't give him too much advice because I avoided those people like the plague. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 seriously. I I don't want to be near anyone that likes musical theater at any moment in time. But I they fucking love it out there. They take it to. I mean, the thing with Emerson though is so weird. Is like. When you're walking to class, there would be people in the hallways doing, like, fucking soliloquies to, oh, like, prepare man. for what they have to do in class the next day. I That's, like, as insufferable as if the Into the Wild guy survived. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. it's just, like, that. it's, like, oh, do God, you, like, you just want me to know that you're working yeah, on a scene right uh, now. It's not, like, preparing for it. You yeah. just want me to know that you're an actor, yeah. right? Uh, do you have a soliloquy prepared for today? Do I have? No, I don't. What, I, can you tell me, what's a soliloquy? Uh, a, a, Am I saying that right? It's, no, it's, it's a soliloquy. Again, I was gonna just not correct it. How, how do you say it? Soliloquy. So, there's, there's one extra. There's a, lil, there's a lil you gotta so, get in there. So, soliloquy. Soliloquy. More I, like soliloquier. Am I right? <laughs> that's, oh. Yeah, that's what it's more like. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's what it, that's what you said. So, oh. The things we the things we endure to be around someone that. Knew some Jews once. Not worth it. Everybody knows I'm kidding. Right. Well, that, that, yeah. But um, if you, uh, if you, so what is a soliloquy? Oh, I don't fucking. I think it's. Like just, if, I think it's when they talk it's a lot. Old fashioned. So word it's, for is a it a, Like in Shakespeare. Des, please. In uh, in Shakespearean theater, it's where one character talks for a long time. Yeah. Okay. So it'd be like if I. I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think that's the music that yeah. happens. Yeah. You were up I to thought a good it was start. So- I right. thought it was something else. Uh, it was- Des, please stop. There's no one here. Knock it off. It's so good. I thought that was like something you were doing. I was like, I don't understand the bit. Like, I, don't understand- I don't understand what he's doing. Desmond. He wants to do a soliloquy. That's like, the good soliloquy. Point. Yeah, he's right. like, I heard. That's my cue. What if we got murdered when the I podcast think, was I happening? think he probably doesn't like musical theater. And he Here, you guys keep going. I'm that gonna, seems I'm like why. Take a and stuff too. That's when it popped up. Yeah, I think the soliloquy is like like what light through yonder window break. Like that, that type like, of stuff. When you're yeah. coming out and you're like, whoa, oh. <laughs> Here, you guys keep going. What's going on? Yeah, I think it is. I think that's what it is. Whatever it is, it's annoying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Did you do plays? Were you in I, plays in high school? So I wasn't. Um, my my older sister was a real big like drama person. Your older sister's a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She is. Um, she she's got a bunch of podcasts. Uh, she's got three That's of them. That's awesome. She lives um, in L.A., right? She lives in L. Yeah, she lives out in L.A. She was um she was a writer on Robot Chicken for a while. Actually. That's right. I remember you right. telling me that. It's cool. You know what the worst part is though? 
She does not believe in nepotism, so it just means nothing for me. Dude, between know? him with his frats and you with right. your sister. Right, but she, yeah, she it's thinks It's beginning that, to seem like it's not who you know. I know, it's insane. Like, she thinks everyone should have an equal opportunity to, like, get a job. Just and disgusting. I disgusting. I don't like that yeah. about her. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love her, but I just don't like that one aspect where she won't, like... I don't like, like her belief in hard work. And, right, yeah, and it... That the worst part is like she achieved everything she got through hard work, so now she's like, "Oh, you have to do that yeah. too." And yeah. it's like, no. is it just the two of you? It's just the two oh, of us. Oh, makes yeah. it worse. So that's because a, now right. she's like, she's yeah, she's got the older sister thing going. Oh on. yeah, no, that's totally like every basically like I did. I don't even get to be the funniest comic in my immediate family, which like <laughs> yeah. really fucking hurts. You know, <laughs> not like, yet, not it's yet. A, yeah, I'll get her one day. I, I think it'd be. I love to tell her that we're like the Pelushis and my career will take off when she dies. Like that's like, that's going to be, that's, I'll just, I'll, I'll wean in to like, I'll, society needs a Belushi, you know, like, and they just, yeah, yeah, yeah. they made do with what they had. And that's like kind of what, what I, I had going on. That's you a know? good strategy. I dig it. But she was in plays. She was, she was in plays and I like, so the, the drama teacher knew who I was uh, and I actually, it's embarrassing, but I had a club in high school, the comedy club, and we had a show once. Did you spell where, it with K's? You spelled it with K's. Huh? We didn't do, oh, we didn't okay. do K's because it just, based on who went to the school, wouldn't, wouldn't, the wouldn't joke happen. would not have gone over. Um, <laughs> but like, we, we did a show where I, I hosted it and I did stand up, whatever like a 17 year old's version of stand up is. And I got cast uh, from there. Uh, in the show, anything goes, oh. and I got to play the ship captain. Oh yeah, yeah. And at first, I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "So funny." They gave me a part. I don't really want to do it, but like, fuck, they just love me. They love what I do. And then I realized, like, I was the only one who fit the costume. Like, that's really why I got the part. Was like, I'm someone that they were confident could say words. Yeah, yeah. And I was six two, so I could fit the the sailor costume. Very gangster of, of your high school theater department to be like, no, yeah, we really liked you. We really liked you. Right. Probably hadn't even seen it. Probably hadn't even like listened to your jokes. Right. We're they like, oh, we heard they, you did comedy. They were like, you have charisma. Like, <laughs> that was a word that was used, charisma. charisma. And like, that's like one of the things that sold me on. I remember we were rehearsing once and uh, someone was like, Ben, you're dancing off cue. And I was like, I told you I can't fucking dance. And then I got detention for three days. <laughs> like, it was one of the, it was a very stressful time in my life. It sounds like they were punishing your charisma. Yeah, it's like they didn't, they didn't like what I had to offer. And like, I was being too charismatic for a supporting role. <laughs> and like, that's the thing that they kind of, they took me to task for, yeah. I think, at the end of the day. I feel like every every play in like a high school setting too just has a a, a director and an assistant director who take it way too seriously it was insane i mean they were very nice guys i like i i can't i, I remember them fondly yeah like it's one of those things where like they added me on facebook after i graduated and like whenever i it, not lately but like whenever i would post like hey i'm doing a show they'd be like we always knew like like yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing we always knew you dude the uh the theater director at my college was just this guy who would be like walking down the. He was like an older guy, maybe like walking down the ad, the like the, the main stretch where people would go to go to classes, right? And like be sitting on a bench and pe- waiting for students to come up to him where he could be like, "See the thing about William Shakespeare, okay, uh, that that a lot of people in the modern world don't understand." And then it, you would be like, "Dude, I have biology, in right? Two minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't, like, I can't handle." It. I, I remember um, one interesting thing because like I, I mentioned earlier the school was so big like there was like so bullying 
like is something that I genuinely never came across yeah. in in a school, and I think it was because the size, like, there was just <laughs> so much going on, like with the school that like there were there you don't was, even have time to know everyone's name, right? Like yeah. I, I I actually I dated a girl for three years who I went to high school with for four years, and I had no fucking idea she was alive. Like <laughs> it was it was no idea. But I I the thing that was like a tradition in our school was like the senior year basketball players would be in the show. Oh. And so because I was the captain, there were four guys that like followed me around and they were like my crew. And it was all these like fucking student athletes. Like, and one of them who like, he's not in the league anymore, but he was like a football player really? for a while. He was in the NFL and they fucking hated acting. They really didn't like it. And they were just in it for, like, the after party that happened after yeah, the shows because, tradition, like, yeah. they don't get to interact with the theater girls ever. So, like, this was their, their, their <laughs> right, in right. or whatever. But I remember the Sunday night show we did. Uh, one of the guys, I don't know if I should say, well, his name was Arif. And Arif brought weed. Uh, and we decided to smoke before uh, our last performance. And we did it right before we had to go into makeup because none of us liked that we had to be in makeup. Yeah. And that show... I my first scene was scene two, and I came out in scene two and just gave all of the lines from scene eleven, and like no one. Knew. So I basically advanced the plot of the story by nine scenes, just stoned. And I, the worst part is I I said it with like such conviction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being like, I'm fu- no one knows, and like I someone's realized- like flipping through the program like. This shit was supposed to be an hour and a half. Right, yeah, like, basically, I'm like, because, like, I I remember the plot being vaguely that, like, there's a guy who's on the boat who has to get arrested. Yeah. So I came out, and I was like, we've arrested blank! <laughs> and they're like, sir, we're actually here to introduce you to him right now. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> and you just kind of go back into it from there. Oh but that was, that was the only acting I really ever did in my life. I, I'm not, like... I'm not trained, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't even learn until how to, until the Salmonville letters. Until the Salmonville, in which case you've been playing, you've been acting quite a bit and playing I'm, more than one. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been a couple guys in Salmonville. Oh, the, who the, who else are you? The cool. Uh, so it's just like little character. I played. Um, I play one of the cops who uh, who's he's kind of a secondary guy. Um, I play. There was a reverend who dies at the beginning, and uh, I'm the voice of the reverend. Okay. Um, and and kind of like. The only time I really do voices is like when someone did not email me their lines when I needed them by. So I just like came up with a voice and like did oh, my okay. best. Uh, but we have like some the the people on there. I really like a lot of the people who are on the show. Uh, um, dude, by the way, Christakis. Yeah, oh, he is he's good. Al, Al's his great. is flawless. He's like it's crazy how quick he's saying his lines. Right, but it's like it it comes across the. One of the most natural voices in the show. So Al was actually, he like, he's perfect. Like he was the he's first great. person I asked to be in it. And Lester the molester. Right. Like, well, the I know thing, that's, that's the not thing with, with Al is like, he just adds so many, just like little one word parts. And I'm like, oh shit, I wish I thought like, it is funny. Sometimes I have to cut them out. Like sometimes like I can't like, I remember once there was an episode where I wrote a joke about Italians and Al just chose to replace Italians with spaghetti pedophiles every time. <laughs> like he just kept doing it. But there was a, a, a part in the episode that you were in that I just wrote. Um, where at the end of the script, I don't know if you saw it, but basically I wrote a setup for him 
And then in parentheses, I was like, just say whatever you feel is, is right. Is that when he calls and leaves you the voicemail? He called, yeah. And then that he, was hilarious. He left me a minute long voicemail hilarious. explaining what boofing is. <laughs> like, that was like, and he's about just him so going cool. to rehab, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, he's yeah. going to rehab. And that's really good. I, I, I'm very excited for his arc in the next few episodes. I think he's doing be, a great job. Al, Al's doing really good. We had Caitlin McPhee. At like the beginning oh, was she of the on, show, she oh, was okay. on like the first. Well, I've episode. only seen number three, and then I I listened to the next one, I think, and then mine. Right, and then your yeah, I think McPhee was on episode one. Uh, I don't know if you do you know Evan Zygmunt? Yeah, yeah, he was, hilarious. dude. He, I he love was, I love Evan. Evan popped up on one, um, but he he was just a short little part. Evan's a fucking cutie. I, I love Evan. He's, <laughs> he's just so charming. He's, yeah, so he is. He really is. There, there was an amazing thing with Evan. Like, I love Evan, but I hate all his friends. Like, every time. Because he's friends with those oh, people that a, we were yeah. talking about earlier. Uh, yeah. No, actually, that's not true. Like, he is. there are some friends Evan has that are friends of mine. But, like, he would bring people from his college to the open mic I And he goes to Emerson, too, right? No, he doesn't. He goes... I, he might be BU. I don't know. More um, like PU. Thanks. Exactly. Uh, but he would bring like very shy 19 year olds that like for, I don't like those people. I, I, I don't. I don't really like 19 year olds in general. Yeah. I don't like, I, I just don't like youth at this point. I know I'm not a very <laughs> old person, but anytime I see like earnestness in someone's eyes. Oh like, yeah. Get positivity. This, get it the Ern- fuck Ernest out of goes my face. to jail. Ernest, <laughs> Ernest goes to camp. Ernest, Love those shows. I like the one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. That which, er- which one was that? Is that one? Ernest I don't even know. Or something like he plays like, basketball in one of them. There yeah, is yeah. one where like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is not a cameo. He is like a role. Like he no, is like an important fixture. No, Jermaine Byrne. I'm I'm not familiar, but oh, I believe God. you. You should check out the film. I, I think that I would be good for you. Won't, but yeah. I'll you check you it said out. you have I'll a hard it. out. This is a TV right in the other room. We can just like <laughs> really, really quickly churn it out. Well, um, so yeah, so uh, Andrew's got to go. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, let's hear. Your 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 podcast and your social medias. Right. So uh, podcast, uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere. You get your podcast. We just got added to iHeartRadio after uh-huh. um, it took like six weeks for them to approve it, but it just went all up. But like Apple Music, um, Spotify, Spotify um, it's just the Salmonville Letter Writer. Salmonville is salmon Very like the cool fish. Very cool graphic as well. Right. I, actually, uh, if, if anyone needs design work, uh, it's a friend of mine, Haley Mulvey, who did that. She did a great job. Yeah. It's really uh, cool. I Shout believe out her design is... You want to plug? Yeah, you want to plug yeah, her? Haley Mulvey underscore design. M-U-L-V-E-Y. I hope I got that right. She's, oh, yeah. she's very talented. She's very good. Uh, and my socials, I'm on... Everything like fate, uh, not Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Diet Ben Loftus. Diet Ben Loftus. Uh, yeah, I mean that's basically it. That's, Hell yeah, man! Thanks yeah. for and, coming. Um, yeah, thank you for yeah, coming. This was a great conversation. I had it was a awesome. lot of fun. Um, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at high noon underscore pod. Please follow our sponsor too, uh, That Kitchen at That Kitchen. Uh, they're a local Massachusetts uh, medicinal edible gummy company. Uh, those guys are awesome. They have a really funny Instagram too. Uh, so check them out. And are you a Trailer Park Boys fan? I'm a huge Trailer Park Boys fan. Because yes. I've got a great song that we're going to go out on that they oh, just yes. released. So uh, oh, thank you for one. listening. And, uh, thanks for coming. Don't, yeah, uh, it's a short one. Leave them in. It's funny. It's oh. worth it. All right. Thank you. There once was a cat with a hungry belly. The name of the cat was Whiskers Jelly. His throat was dry and his bow was bare. Meow me very.
furry cat's meow. Soon may the kittyman come with birds and mice and some tasty nums. One day when the craters come, we'll eat till our bellies are full. While Jelly got his boys and they gathered round, they scattered seeds from a sack they found. In hopes the seeds they spread on the ground would bring small critters a boot. Soon may the kittyman come with birds and mice and some tasty nums. One day when the craters come, we'll eat till our bellies are full. While the gang was bored and Morel had dipped to one of the seeds grew green catnip. They snipped and they stacked and they all got ripped. They all had a meow that night. Soon may the kittyman come with birds and mice and some tasty nums. One day when the craters come, we'll eat till our bellies are full. While their heads were hung and the morning was nigh, the nip was strong and they all got high. Their bellies were shrunk and their bowls still dry. Oh, bring us some ice today. Soon may the kittyman come with birds and mice and some tasty nums. One day when the craters come, we'll eat till our bellies are full. 